For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we're covering Hurricane Ian's impact and university isolation policies this semester. It's Thursday, September 29th. I sat down with Sydney Singer to discuss her piece about students in isolation. I'm Sydney Singer. I'm class of 25 and I'm an assistant news editor and a podcast staffer here at The Prince, and I co-wrote this piece with Cole Strutt. Can you talk to me a little bit about what the students are saying? How are they feeling about these isolation policies this semester? So students actually have been concerned about living with their roommates when they have COVID, and Nina Noble is a 26 whose roommate had COVID, and she didn't really know what to do. She felt uncomfortable living with her roommate, and the university actually suggested that students have a plan for what happens when the roommate is positive. But she was a first year and she didn't feel comfortable moving into someone else's room. And there just seemed to be some confusion with what she should do in that case. Um, And other students have also had this issue. So Jenya Marcus is a 25 and she said that the university was no longer trying to serve its students with these new policies. And she felt like she couldn't go to the dining hall and she couldn't go to office hours because her roommate had COVID and she was scared she would get infected and then infect others. What has the university's response to this been? I'm sure that they have a response to these criticisms. So the university um, likes to tell students that they should have a plan for what happens when their roommate tests positive. Um, They keep suggesting that students should go live with someone else if they are uncomfortable being in the same space. And they also say that if a student has difficulty implementing what plan they put in place, the university will work with students. However, the students I talked to said that they felt that there needed to be exceptional circumstances for them to be placed in different housing. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Yesterday afternoon, the National Hurricane Center announced that Hurricane Ian made landfall in Costa, Florida as a Category 4 hurricane with winds over 150 miles per hour and life-threatening storm surges. This comes after Ian swept through Cuba, leaving the island completely without power as a result of the mass destruction that left two people dead. As the rest of Central Florida is bracing for Ian, Governor Ron DeSantis gave an update yesterday evening warning of the possibility of more power outages, saying, quote, you're going to see more power outages as the storm moves through the center part of our state and before it exits into the Atlantic coast, end quote. College students are also among those preparing for the storm. Following an official announcement, the University of Florida's independent student newspaper, The Alligator, reported Tuesday that classes would be canceled through Friday as students begin to evacuate. On Sunday, Italy elected the nation's first far-right coalition since World War II. The coalition, also called the Brothers of Italy, will be led by Giorgia Maloney, Italia's first female premier. Addressing the nation after the vote, Maloney said that her party will, quote, govern for everyone, despite fears that the election will cause fractures within Italy's parliament and the European Union. Maloney has spoken out against LGBTQ and abortion rights, and her coalition plans to cut taxes and increase spending, a move that might raise public debt to, quote, unsustainable levels. Yesterday, the U.S. Embassy encouraged American citizens who live in Russia to leave the country immediately, with a warning that people with dual citizenship might not have their American citizenship recognized. Last week, Russian President Vladimir Putin announced a mobilization of 300,000 reservists to fight in the war against Ukraine, and thousands of people have fled the country in the days since. The embassy warned that American resources to assist citizens are already limited and will likely become even more scarce. Today, expect a high of 69 degrees with partly sunny skies. That's all for Daybreak Today.
Today's episode was written by Bridget O'Neill, Rudy Arzaga, and me, sound engineered by Eden Toshoma, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022, and our show was started by Mark Digi, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. Have a wonderful day.